This is Suspenders Unbuttoned, a podcast where friends talk with friends about TV, movies, and books. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Suspenders Unbuttoned podcast. We are excited to have Jax Collier as our guest today. Hi, Jax. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julie. Thank Hi. you for having me. We're so, so happy we're here. Um, a big fan. I've been listening to you forever. Um, you're like the queen of podcast, yes. in my opinion, for sure. And well, so here. I'm a fan of you guys, and it's funny because now I, we get to actually chat in person. Like, I've <laughs> yeah. been, it's, it's funny. We have been chatting, but mm-hmm. it's nice to actually get to see each other when we're sure. Yes. Yeah. We're so happy. Um. Let's get to the big stuff really fast. Right. You're a movie star now. How did this happen? Um, bone of no, um, it is um, I don't think I can't stress enough how many random emails or things that I've sent where I've pick stitched me and Rachel Boston together being like, <laughs> oh, we look like sisters. Yeah. Oh, we look like cousins. Oh, yeah. does anyone want to put us in anything together? And um, this was truly, I mean, a complete wish and a dream come true, not to be cheesy. No, um, not cheesy. But it really was. Like, when I found out, it, what was actually kind of um, – probably horrific for my fiance Alex is when I found out I got the part. I wasn't screaming. It didn't sound excited. It was like keening, wailing, sobbing. <laughs> and I in the bathroom when I found out. He, like, five minutes after I stopped crying, got myself together, and I was going to tell him the good news, he knocked on the door and he was like, is everyone all right? Like, I just got horrible news and I just came out like I can't even talk about it now I was like I got it I got it and I was just I was so happy I was really I was really really um yeah it it was really special and I had the best time doing it we're so happy for you um and excited to see it tell us um about your audition so how did like where did you have to go to audition so um not no no i did i did so i had met um i had interviewed um brian burr before but we never met in person until i went to the one home right. call set and he and his wife patty they were so welcoming they were great and they said do you want to audition for this movie that we're doing and i said oh um yes yes yeah yeah i mean no <laughs> Uh, like, like oh, yeah, I love the way I, I was more just like hey, uh, yeah, uh, totally. And what was really special about this, and I felt like I was a little girl again when um my mom helped me in my auditions when I was a kid. Uh-huh. My mom and my well, my sister lives here, and you guys know her, but my mom was in town that day. And um, she was the one who read with me. Yeah, it was really special. And she was coaching me. And it was like when I was a little kid again, she was like, don't do it like that. (laughs) And and she was right. 
She was right. She's like, that wasn't your best. Do it again. And then, uh, so it was really special that my mom, like when I was little, got to coach me for the audition. And then I sent it in a few days later, found out that I got the part. And then a few days later, I left. So it all happened really fast. So that was my question. So how many days from the time you found out till you had, till you left? So I remember the dates because I knew when my mom was coming to town. I think I, I think I auditioned on the 15th, maybe found out on the 20th. And I guess it was like 10 days later. So I had a little bit of time. I think I left on the first or something. Okay. But it felt fast. No, that's fast. <laughs> yeah. That's fast. fast. Yeah. Jack, you were mentioning when you were a kid and your mom was helping coach, and we know that you do theater. Um, Tell us when you started that and how that happened. And did you grow up in New York or did you move to the city or tell us? So I definitely um, always wanted to live in the city, but I grew up in a really small coal region town, Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania. We literally like were, I'm, coal miner's granddaughter like we we didn't really have access to um theater where we were but then they started a community theater in my town and I was Julie Sarah I was so bad at sports and my mom and my dad were basketball coaches my brother (laughs) and my sister played on the teams they coached (laughs) So bad that I would couldn't even make the starting lineup, even though my own parents coached the team. <laughs> they were like, "Let's try and get her into something, something else." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you both have kids. You're like, "What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses?" There was a little trouble early on figuring out what I was good at because I'm not coordinated. So really, she likes to talk and she likes to sing around the house a lot. Maybe. She'd like to do theater, and my right. first play was called "The Best Christmas Pageant Ever." Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I was with yeah, Dirty Herdman Kids. Yes, it's awesome. That's a great play, by the way. <laughs> it's funny, and it's so—it's actually so sweet and heartwarming. Yeah, it's yep. a really—I don't know it. No, we need to find like a school that's putting it on. Yeah. Honestly, you and your kids would probably love it because it's these kids who don't have any Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. And then they are thrown into this Christmas pageant. And these five kids who I think, I mean, I don't, I think they're, they're not only are they poor, but I don't think their parents are around and they discover like the true meaning of Christmas. It's actually really, it's actually really sweet. You know, I'm just realizing I actually directed a Christmas play for elementary school and I can't remember the name of it. (laughs) Santa's Rocking Christmas Eve, I think it was, or that was a big song. In this, I mean, okay, so this sounds actually kind of similar. Wait, so you directed, you've directed a kid's play. Yeah, I was teaching in the school. I taught kindergarten, and then I ended up putting on, like, the elementary Christmas play. Musical play. Like, I don't know how that happened, but it was fun. <laughs> what is so funny about that is there is a character in Best Christmas Pageant Ever 
that is this really sweet teacher that she's the only one that like believes in the Herdman kids, but she gets stuck directing the Christmas pageant and she doesn't want to. And then she's like, okay. And then she, so it's actually really funny. I was, I, I've never directed a Christmas pageant for kids, but I imagine that there's a lot of, it feels like herding cats, but it's wonderful oh, too. It's yeah, when it, it comes together at the end. We, we taught Sunday school for years, and so we were doing the classic Sunday school Christmas pageant for years. A lot of herding cats. <laughs> Can I ask a follow-up about that, Julie? Is there, like, like, okay, do kids get mad? They're like, I want to be Mary. I want to be Joseph. Oh, oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. <laughs> or who gets to sing or say the lines and, you know... And depending on the child, you know, what they want to do. We we have three kids who are exactly the same and completely different, if that makes any of this. Yeah, they're the same, but the way they outgo is completely different. Our oldest is an engineer, and he could do all the lines, but really he just wants to be in the back, okay? You know, like, I've got it up here. If you need help prompt with your lines, like he's got them all, right? He knows all the songs. He's incredibly musical, crazy good trumpet player, but don't stand him in the front in the middle, right? And then, <laughs> right? He will prompt you through everything. He will be there on time when he's six, right? And then our daughter is this beautiful introvert who is the same, but won't prompt you either. <laughs> She's not going to fit, but she knows what the line, all the lines are. She is now perfectly and wonderfully a first grade teacher. Um, yeah. K through eight okay. science certified, loves all that junk, but does first graders. Right. And then, and then, and then we have the song and dance man. Um, <laughs> That's like, well, and then you're like, that balance is kind of nice. Cause you're like, if you have, Three song and dance men or three song oh. and dance women. That's a lot in one house. And a lot of competition, probably. Like yeah. Right? Yeah. We, just, we just have one. I feel like you are our third child. Yeah. <laughs> You're the song and dance man. Saying yeah. everywhere. You everything was a show. All the world to me is a stage. It was it was so funny because it was like it was so extreme and I feel like this is how I am now. It was like, I was either, I, I think this is true because I'm an ambivert. Like I'm really either introverted extrovert or extroverted introvert. And so it's either like, I'm, I'm like really outgoing or when I'm recharging, I'm like really quiet. Mm -hmm. and I love. So when my brother and my sister were growing up, they're much more like even all the time. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. So like, I'd be really loud and like, let's play, let's do everything. And then I would go in my room and I'd be really quiet or like they'd be playing basketball and I'd be like sitting and watching, but I'd be reading a book. Mm -hmm. they, I think they were, we're so close, but I think they were so similar growing up in the way that they played with each other and the way they socialized. But I think sometimes it was funny because I would really be, yeah, let's talk about everything and let's hang out. And then I'd be really quiet, but I want them to be around me. But right. Okay. No, yeah. That, that's it. Uh, that he, he, our youngest needs his, like liked his siblings around him. He preferred to nap on the sofa to yes. this day with I, everyone around him and then can sleep really hard. Right. He wants Wait, to be around 
I need exactly. We sound like we're kindred. What, what is his name? <laughs> I need to introduce you. I know. Well, you should follow him on TikTok. I will. Yeah, he's going famous. Oh my gosh! I will absolutely fall. I'm still figuring out TikTok. So he's, he's TikTok successful. He has a teacher TikTok. He's a new high school choir teacher. Just opened his first directing his first play ever this weekend because he's young and brand new. And um, what play is it? They did the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee That's without edits. <laughs> oh, it's a very large high school in the Twin Cities, and so. Um, oh, okay. Good for them. That's a good, good show. Uh, it was good. The kids were amazing. It allowed, you know, they've not done plays for two years. And so he has he's this very undeveloped um, group of kids and kids aren't in it right now. So it was a good way to roll them in and they just came out strong and swinging. It was it was great. But his TikTok is his kind of a choir teacher TikTok and he's young and cool. Um, but he has like 38 or 39,000 followers. He's got one with four point, like 4.9 million views. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Will you, will you DM it to me or no, send it well, to I me? I can't even announce it because yes, it's what is it? TikTok. Mr. Dot Palmquist, like Palm, P-A-L-M-Q-U-I-S-T, um, Josh Palmquist. Um, it's a, it's a high school teacher TikTok. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. Um, his big one is ninth grade boys singing the backyard again's kids song, Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I love a teacher TikTok because yeah, cool. your kids can do that. I just think it's so much fun too, and I love that it's that accessibility, right? We can right. kind of peek behind the curtain. Like, my choir teachers were always people I was like really obsessed with yeah and they were if they had tiktok now we're on tiktok back then i really would have had no friends because i was always trying to like hire <laughs> a teacher but we didn't have that like accessibility and then right. it was like years later she's like you don't have to call me mrs roscoe anymore you can call me nicole and i was like i can't right right he started it last the end of October. So one year ago, exactly, when they were about to switch from hybrid to distance learning. And his kids were like, you should start a TikTok. And he did the first one in the classroom. And it's like uh, failing failing the student who killed me and Among Us, the video game. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh he like goes, God. it's super cute. That's his first one. And they thought he might get a few hundred views. And, you know, 9,000 views later. Um and that, that so that's how it started. He's had it about a year. Cause the because they know like the young the young people know how to TikTok. Like it's oh, yeah. like and I love that you say young, like you're old or something. I know. But but with but I but what is amazing that was that is funny though is like I'm talking like young young. Oh yes. really they really and I don't I mean this in a way like like, you know, sometimes there is like a generational gap with things where it's like, oh, and people can be dismissive of things. I actually think it's so amazing because rather than it being even different than Instagram or Facebook that like we're all familiar with, it's this thing of like, it is actually about content creation and sharing and how beautiful is that? Like, they're learning how to create 
content and yeah. it's not just about yes. Instagram is this only because I think it's actually a great way to connect. Like I want to connect with you right. guys initially other than that, but Instagram started as a more, I would say, superficial platform. Yeah. You know? right. yes. So now because we can do the chats and then we meet and then we connect, mm -hmm. but TikTok doesn't to me feel as superficial. It's actually people being more raw and real. I mean, yeah. you can filter on, but yeah. right. The, the content is a lot, the range is so huge and they're not afraid to jump into topics that even somebody just a few years older than them is afraid to jump into. They will just hit it head on and they don't care. And I do like the rawness of that. I also love how like quickly he could uh, connect with his kids yeah. uh, by making content like that. And he's had a few that have gone pretty viral and the kids so excited to see that go viral. But like we live in the Twin Cities. We were, I think, think at DSW at Mall of America and totally he like got like you're the TikTok guy. Oh no way. <laughs> so, kind of funny. That is funny. Like, Mall of America was for me and my sister the dream vacation destination when we were kids and I didn't get to go until I was an adult and I was I was doing a play and I was on tour and I begged the guys that I was with because it was just me and guys. I was like Guys, it has literally been my dream since I was five to go to the Mall of America, and I've never been. So I love the fact that you say Mall of America like it's no. I mean, this is regular. Okay. Also, in Minnesota, we don't say Mall of America. Just as so you know, MOA. Go to the MOA. Never, never Okay. Never well, I feel good. I mean, at least I feel good that it's not just like. You know, yeah. everyone in the world gets to yeah. go with me all the time. That's like the normal spot. Catherine lives like three minutes from there. So our behind the scenes gal. So she's probably like all MOA'd out. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever. Um, did you get to ride some rides? Oh, heck yeah. I went yeah. on the roller coaster. Yeah, sure. I like the and roller coaster. There. On, was there a door explorer ride years yeah. ago or something? Yeah. Yep. I did that one. That's like the year that I was there. Door is probably gone now. Um, no, might so because it's well, I don't know. I, I think it's Nickelodeon. See, here's the other problem like, um, we still call it Camp Snoopy because it was Camp Snoopy in the middle, and then they changed it. I think it's actually Nickelodeon Universe, but really, we just said going to Camp Snoopy. All you need, speaking of Snoopy, all you need, I'll bring it in. I'm within reach. Oh, yeah, Snoopy. yeah, perfect. I love Snoopy. He's like thinking of snooping. He's always <laughs> thinking of snooping. <laughs> How did that happen? How did you get on the set of When Hope Calls? Um, okay, so this is funny. Um I'd be way cooler <laughs> to say that I was invited. Yeah, but, but the truth, obviously, you just can't like you mm -hmm. guys know this, and everyone knows yeah. this. Yeah, you can't just like show up, yeah, but of I it's not like I received the invitation. I did email. Um, <laughs> I had met at the Dollywood premiere. Um, and I think another, I think at TCA's when I worked for Hallmark, um, I had met Brad Curvoy, who does a bunch of the movies. Yep. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. And, you know, I had been saying like, um, 
oh, I hope at some point I get to work with you or I hope at some point I get to make a movie or I'm just, I love following what you do right. and everything like that. So I had completely, I say randomly, it's not like it was random. I, it was that I knew I wanted to be involved in things, but I said, hey, I'm really excited. I see that this is filming you know, is there anything I can do to be involved or is there any way I can visit the set? I would say 25 minutes later, he emailed and said, if you want to come, you can come this weekend. Oh, wow. And You're like, the only time I could, like, it was, it wasn't, it, it, it happened so fast. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what was funny and that like, like, I have no chill and I'm not like really like that cool. But like, I think if I wanted to frame it in what might be a cooler way, I'd be like, well, I was invited to set or they, if, I mean, it, it was <laughs> like I did invite myself, but they did say sure. And um, I think a lot of people, which I understand because I would wonder too, like, well, like, oh, what are you doing there? Like a lot of people were like, are you developing a podcast? Are you in the show? Like how? And I was like, I mean, I love all of that, but no, like I'm actually, I'm not really snooping. I'm allowed to be here, but also like, I kind of am snooping because I, I did all the protocols that you have to for safety. Right. Like the COVID I did all that. They knew I was there, um, but I didn't, I didn't actually have, um, I didn't actually have a job. Right. <laughs> Since I'm big you, Yeah. You made the best job ever though. Cause you yes. made it up and you owned it. It was great. And the content that came out was so, it was much, so, fun. Fun. so much fun. Plus Steven, how, how, how do you say his last name? Let me go. Uh, I hope I'm saying it right. Pagozo. Pagozo. Yeah. Pagozo. Yeah. See, he was a fun bonus. Tell me who's Steven. Okay. So this is another thing that's funny that if I was watching it, I wouldn't believe it. I would have thought that someone, he's really like fun, charismatic, charming, good at his job. He is the assistant to another one of the producers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it would have made perfect sense if as a, an assistant to a producer that someone would have introduced us and said, hey, you know, show Jack's around. Right. Um, I said this on my stories, but uh, but they're also like, they're, they live in my Instagram, but also like I have a highlight where people can yeah. watch them yeah. if they want to, but if people haven't or they miss them, the story that I tell about how we met is, is again what is funny is like it's actually true and not like a story <laughs> is that i was um alone and i was wandering to get to the orphanage and they were it's actually a really cool set because everything is pretty um spread out okay. so it, it is it does feel like a town like yeah other sets i've been on um you walk onto it and you're like, oh, it's smaller than I thought, or it's just this, or it's, mm -hmm. you walk onto this and it's actually 
feels um, pretty magical because you are, you feel like you're in the town. Right. Um, so I walk around, I think some, I've been chatting with some of the background performers who were so awesome. And this one woman named Rose, like took me under her wing. Cause I think she was like, who is this like lost baby bird? And what is she doing? So Last Rose and her husband Mark, who do like a lot of background stuff for like, come and sit with us, like have lunch with us. So we chatted for a while and then I, I went off and I'm walking towards the orphanage thinking like, I know I'm allowed here, but I'm not, I, I know they're filming somewhere else, but I don't know exactly where, right. I know they're not filming the orphanage. So I don't think I'm going to get in trouble, but what's going on over here. And as I was walking over and I'm like wearing the dress, like I'm trying to fit in, but yeah. I'm not an actor. Yeah. Right. And I'm in a mask, which is different. Like actually all the actors do wear masks when they're not filming, but right. clearly wasn't. I wasn't a part of the crew and I also wasn't an actor. So yeah. he even came over to me and I was like, what do you do? <laughs> and then I explained the situation. He said, cool. And then we kind of got in his radio to check with his boss being like, she says this is who she is. And they convert and we're like, oh yeah, no, we, we know who she is. You know, so cool. like you just got there and nobody was there to be like, you can do this today or you can like watch over here or we'll take you to, you know, you just like so, showed up. <laughs> the funny thing about it is someone picked me up at the hotel. So yeah. That was great. Um, then the base camp of where um, the actors have the trailers and yeah. stuff is where the circus is. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually unique that it's so far away. Okay. So I came up. Um, I came up, and um, he. Oh, am I echoing? Am I okay? Okay, sorry. I just want to make sure. So, I came up, and after Brad had said, "Oh, feel free to make yourself at home," um, he was pretty busy. Right. He, yeah. he, he was so kind. He's like, "Feel free, to make yourself at home. Like, welcome." So I I was doing just that. And then that is when Steven found me and we started chatting. And then he said, I'll take you on a tour later. And then that's when we got to do all the fun BTS. I love stuff. it. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Brian and Patty were so gracious. Like they took me to lunch twice, like the two days I was there. And they were great about letting me snoop and showing me around but um you know they're like with brian executive producing obviously they, they're so busy and they're right. doing their jobs uh -huh. and I, so what was cool is that steven was able to really take me behind the scenes where we knew i wouldn't be in the, in the way, way. <laughs> yeah. but still uh, Sheila says, invited guest reporting to thousands on her personal experience. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, you took us to places that we wanted to see, that we knew were there. We've seen them before. It was fun to go into the mercantile. I had to laugh because, you know, the before season one, there was the whole like 20 minute movie that Kevin McGarry like um, 
took everyone through essentially did the same thing i had to do make an insta story of you i love when you do that so hard when it was kevin doing it and me i was like i love it oh, i i totally like hey, lined you guys up doing the exact same thing it turned out really cute actually and that was me i have to i i have a problem with collaging pictures so it had to be done all <laughs> collages are done by julie <laughs> It's not a problem. It's, no, it's, it, it was so good though. Yeah. You and Kevin, and it was so crazy how like similar they were. Um, I was like, this, this is perfect. This is happening, right? Um, so it's one. I love that you did that, and two, I'm sorry, but there's something addictive about gumballs. Like I'm you can't right. see it and not want to put your hand in there. Not touch them. <laughs> also, the jar, the clear jar with the gumballs, such a great um photo on screen it comes across so nice i totally had to crop those in um and just that you were kind of doing the same thing kind of cracked me up but they're just asking to to have you go after them right so. <laughs> they really are and you're like these must be delicious <laughs> there's yeah. a reason there's so many songs about like kids in a candy store right yeah, like, right right <laughs> It's bright and colorful. Like right now, I'm singing the Jojo Siwa one in my head. <laughs> Jojo. Jojo with the bubble. She is so good. She is good. We watched way too much Dance Moms because my daughter was a competitive gymnast and a dancer at that time. We saw way too much Dance Moms. Yeah, we've never seen that because Liza was too little, but she That's got fine. into the pose. <laughs> And then my middle son started singing the song. So now my daughter, she's 11. So like, no, she's not cool anymore. We don't, we listen to Hamilton. We don't listen to Jojo Siwa, but my son still likes it. So I still I like, I like that you're at the Hamilton level though. That's <laughs> like, she oh, yeah. knows every word to yeah. every single song. Yeah. We're taking her in like two weeks. They're coming to Providence. We're jealous. And, um, oh, yeah. So gosh. I'm like so excited. Do you think she'll get really emotional? I get emotional when I go to theater. I So the first time I went when they were touring, I don't know, a couple of years ago before COVID, I felt like I was teary-eyed and I didn't even know, like I hadn't heard the music, seen the story, like it was new, just like my, you know, like, let's just try to get a ticket and we went. Um, so I think she's been watching it for so long and she knows the story by heart. Like she corrects me all the time about it. Yeah. She knows the words. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to cry watching her and she's right. never been to a real big, yeah. I've been to Aladdin, I think, but I think this is going to be like life changing. Like oh, she already takes piano and voice lessons and she's a baller, ballerina and like Broadway's on her. Like, we her, her her head yeah. at some point. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cry. I'm already gonna cry. Thank you. When you there, I think there is something that is so special about seeing. And I don't have kids, but when I used to nanny, there were three different kids I took to their first show, mm -hmm. and I, I mean. I can't even imagine that experience as a mom. And like you said, she's been to shows before, but you know, this one is going to be different. This is already like, yeah, yeah. It's Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hamilton. And who can ever get through it's quiet uptown anyways, without right. That's, so right. You're going to be having, when are you going in two weeks? Yeah. I think it's like, it's, Oh, that's why I'm only going to Christmas con for Sunday because Saturday okay. We go to Hamilton, and I'm going to leave the show and drive to Jersey. Yeah. 
So are your eyes going to be swollen from crying for <laughs> her crying when I see you? Probably, maybe not by the time I get there since it's like five hours later, but um, I'll probably make my sister-in-law drive because <laughs> my contact will be all like nasty. You're like, I know when they get like gummy and stuff, that's yeah. And then dry it out. So yeah. yeah. So whatever yeah. that weekend is, I can never remember what it is, but that's well, 10th, 11th and 12th. I think. Yeah, okay. I always want to say the ninth, but it, that's not even yeah just because I just recently looked because I when we had Paul Green on the podcast because I was looking to see what what he was going to because the baby is due like in days but he's going to Christmas con in two weeks I'm like what up and and you best trust and believe I will be at that concert of his like he's so good you'll have to like post some of it for us because I won't be there Oh, no, I definitely, I definitely will. And then yeah. I'll see Biden early on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I'm only, I'm just there for Sunday. And so far, I only have a picture with Tyler booked. So I need to get on the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Oh, Figure well, out what to do. But I mean, you've got yourself covered. You're for I do, and, and I'm going to meet everybody at Ramacon. So like, I feel a little bit less pressure. So I'm like, maybe yeah. I should meet Paul because I've had him on the podcast and he's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah that's right because yeah. he's not so yeah so i'm yeah. gonna try to get it if he's available he's probably booked or jack yeah. wagner yeah you gotta get my oh. one tells the heart guys in right so. i love jack wagner i love jack wagner too i am the right age that um julie uh, had his poster on her wall i didn't <laughs> no but i totally was the 80s music i you know was i did high all of high school all of college and Part of pharmacy school in the 80s. That is how old I am. <laughs> so. But that's Jack Wagner. I mean, Jack <laughs> Wagner is like prime. I mean, honestly, yeah. Jack Wagner's in his prime at sure. every moment of existence. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Agreed. Like Jack Wagner, right? Right? Yeah. Um, He's right. cool. He's so hey, cool. We're going to be at Rama Drama the entire weekend. You're going to be there the entire weekend, too, right? Yes, I didn't know you were going. The entire, entire weekend. Just the, the other day. whole time. That's amazing. I'm so excited. I think I think you guys were going before I was. So I'm really oh, happy going for a while. You know, we yeah. have Gab Gabrielle on our pod. She was one of our very early she was guests. She's like our second guest, yeah. With Sarah, right? Did she she no, Sarah, Sarah was her, was delayed. Like her she was sitting on an oh, airplane, so right. it ended up just being Gabrielle. Um, and it was fun. She was great. Yeah, um, she was great. Amazing. She's Sarah without an H or Sarah with an H. She's without, yeah. 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 I noticed those things. <laughs> it was so fun to meet her and have her on the podcast. And she has, um, I just have a lot of respect for her. I love a, um, a great story. I love supporting a, a businesswoman uh, uh, running a small business. Essentially, they're running a small business. And she's they're, those guys are doing like everything right to run a small business. And I just yeah. love um, and chatting with her and caring about her program was a lot of fun. Right. There's so much fun. And that's another thing about this community that I love that it is so female led. Chad still love you though. If you're here. Yeah. Yep. Not it's awesome. just, it's just great that I feel like it is such a supportive loving community that is very often female led, which is great because that's rare. A yeah. lot right. Um, and, and we love supporting uh, some of those ventures and stuff. And um, even like when we've had Paul and, 
Andrew on our podcast. We want to make sure that they get to talk about their Paul's music or Andrew's business ventures and um, just to support them. That's been so nice that they've supported us too. And um, uh, so, yeah, so it's great making those connections. I've been drinking his juice, Andrew Walker's Little West juice. Uh And I mean, Paul, Paul knows because the two years ago, Christmas gone, I was there like CD in hand, like at <laughs> after the concert when everyone was gone. I was like, "Would you sign this?" He was like, "You like my shirt You're being weird." He's like, "Yeah, of course I'll sign it because he's so nice." He's right, like, right. Thank you. I think he was like, "Why are you acting so dweeby?" Because I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like you've interviewed and met like all the Hallmark stars. No right, matter. right. It's so weird about them. It's so different in person. I think sometimes though it's interesting. And like that was two years ago too. And then in person also feels different. And I feel right. now even in person will feel different because because of COVID, I've just been around less people this right. year. So it's almost like like the social awkwardness that sometimes I feel just as a human in the world is now like magnified after. I totally understand. Do you get that? Like, even though it's like, it's great and you're having a good time, you're thinking like, was that weird? Am I okay? Oh yeah. I'm the type of person that will be like, like I could be up all night tonight. Like, did I say anything dumb? Did I, you know, like I'll like replay everything. I, I'm, I'll admit, especially if I've had a glass or two of wine and then I go home and I'm like, what did I say? I, I, I'm an overshare. Did I talk too much? Like, and it's like all day, the next day, it's like in my mind. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you in at Rama Drama. If, uh, so I'm, uh, so I'm not like that. I'm very outgoing, but I'm pretty, I mean, I'll, I, I'm very outgoing, but I, work in a nerdy environment. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, we move very fast. It's critical care. Um, and um, because it's a children's hospital, pre-COVID, uh, we would get superstars, whether it be sports or anywhere. Yeah. So music particularly all coming through. You've we got were, to tell Jackson you sang with. Oh, it was singing with Journey. Th- that is my band. But, but yeah, no, no, literally. Actually. Sitting on the epilepsy ward and um, Wait, what? That's how every good story starts. I love them. <laughs> I'm actually a pediatric intensive care unit pharmacist in critical care. So code team, trauma team, you know, code team. That's my deal. Yeah. Um, so numbers and stuff. But it's a children's hospital, so there's just this weird, you know, it's a different vibe, right? Um, so, uh, so things just kind of roll, roll by. It's like, okay, Journey's here and they're setting up on the epilepsy unit and Jonathan Kane is on like this absolutely horrid keyboard from the, from the child life zone, the child life zone donated by Garth Brooks, who that's another story. Um, <laughs> Cause I have the photo shaking his hand too. Um, uh, <laughs> Does he have a good handshake? I feel yeah, like he's got a great handshake. So, and he stopped to talk to everyone. Uh, I don't, he did 11 shows at the Target Center in Minneapolis and at St. Paul Children's, the Child Life Zone is do- donated by uh, Garth Brooks and Troy Aikman. They have this um, nice. foundation that don- donates like Child Life Zones. Ours is spectacular. 
So he was there to see that while he was doing his 11 concerts. But yeah, so that, that was that. He's lovely, great handshake, so kind. Um, but the journey, guys, literally Jonathan Kane, who wrote, you know, Don't Stop Believing, like you name right. it, he wrote it. Right. He's at the keyboard. And and then the other guys, Ross Valkyrie, who plays bass for the okay, Journey's my band, so let's just start with that. They're they got cornhole set up on the side. They're playing with the families and the kids, cornhole. Well, we're Jonathan Kane's just pounding out on this super bad keyboard, and we're just people are just singing at the top of their lungs. So are they also really good at cornhole? Like oh. is that just <laughs> So crazy good, crazy good. In fact, Jonathan Kane goes, you know, what you hear about touring and the reality of touring is actually cornhole. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of times. Just a lot of times standing by the standing by their giant motorhomes and you pull the cornhole out from underneath and you just like, look you, at think, you think it's all risque and like drugs yeah. and rock and roll, and really yeah. it's a lot of cornhole. A lot of cornhole. <laughs> Kane's wife is a pastor. Um, yeah. I feel like oh. that could be a tagline. Like, right. it's a lot of right. cornhole. Like, it's a lot of cornhole. Hashtag a lot of corn, something like That's that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Like, people are like, tell us the behind the scenes stories of tour life. And they're like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, those, are, those, those guys were great. Doobie Brothers were warming up for them. And so they came the day before. Doobie Brothers are great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just fun. Like, Right. The people that you can walk in through. So I have like this different perspective. So we were talking about meeting everybody and how that will be. And I always say, are they one breathing? Do they have a pulse? Then we're fine. <laughs> Those are <laughs> the only things that matter to Julie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Julie, like, I will not get starstruck. I'm just making sure people stay alive. Is <laughs> C-A-B is the order. Cardiac airway breathing. Do we have C-A-B? Then we're fine. Everybody relax and enjoy themselves. <laughs> if we don't have C-A-B. I'm going to be like, know. Julie, go say hi. <laughs> <laughs> go say hi. Yeah, no, I'm not that. I don't have any messages on Instagram. Here she's like, come on our podcast. <laughs> That's different. And it's worked. <laughs> it's worked great. Twice. That, no, but that but that is what's so cool about about these platforms mm -hmm. and about just oh Dara's here too. Hi Dara. Oh um, Dara's back. Yeah. Oh, me too. Um, yes. I'm super what? weird like that, Dara. Yes. It's so it's so great to have these platforms where you can connect with people that you wouldn't normally connect with otherwise, or you wouldn't have access to, or they wouldn't have access to you. And I think about that as the cool thing about what is happening. Like we were saying earlier, TikTok, like creative spaces now, it's growing how we're able to interact like that. Right. Oh, that is funny. Sheila said Julie's job is to make sure Sarah has CAB at Ramadan. 100%. 100%. Yes. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so when we see you, you'll be like CAB. My husband's like, they're just people with cool jobs. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, totally. I'm right. that's why, I mean, I'm fine. I'm kidding. We'll um, be fine. I'm so excited. Tell me before we take up. Before it all the hour is over, tell us about um, your game night at Christmas yes. Con and the bundle game and oh, all that fun stuff. Well, I know you know the 90s edition. Yes. <laughs> I haven't played it, but I own it. Um, yeah, but you looked, it was the cutest photo. 
<laughs> you sent me of you like rocking. So, yeah, I mean, yes, bundling it up. Um, we're doing a 90s game night. Uh, not a 90s game night. Actually, no, if they, for 90s con, if they want us to do one, we'll do one. I'm just letting the. I've not said this. With like the entire TGIF lineup. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is not an announcement, and I have not. No, asked we're just throwing it out there so that maybe they'll call you. You know, if you're into the universe, it could happen, right? Wouldn't that be funny? It's like, oh, she said that. And it's like, oh, no, I just got confused. But also, I would like to do that too, girls, by the way. Um, I'm sure they're not listening to our podcast. <laughs> maybe. We'll send it to them. We'll tag yeah. them. Yes, at Christmas Con, we are doing a celebrity game night with Tyler Hines, oh, Ashley man. Williams, and Aaron Cahill, which wow, it's gonna get rowdy in yeah. the best way. I'm sorry, like these three, Ashley is such a trickster and so mischievous. Aaron is hilarious. And Aaron, I know really well. Ashley, I know really well. And Tyler, like, is cool. But Tyler right. and I have never, like, we have, um, we've chatted on the podcast. We've, like, chatted on Instagram. But actually, in person at TCA's, I don't even think we really met. So I don't, I've not actually been like really with Tyler Hines. We'd all like you, Tyler Hines, but I uh, need to get a lot of pictures <laughs> of you and Tyler Hines. <laughs> but I think he's, I think he also is going to be, I think the three of them together and my sister, mm -hmm. there, my sister, my sister loves, um, Aaron and Ashley and also her boyfriend loves letter Kenny, which I don't Oh perfect. Oh perfect. I've yeah, never seen yeah. It, but I have to. Yeah. But yeah. he was saying to her, Oh, wait, what? The dude from Letter Kenny yeah. and your game night is so he was yeah. trying to process. But I think the three of them, Aaron and Ashley know each other well too, but I don't think they know Tyler as well. And I'm like, that is going to be the own little trifecta dream yeah. team that people are going to be like, those three need to do movies together. Or yeah. something. <laughs> they are going to be so funny in our game night. But the cool thing is that um, we're doing it so that it's Cassie and I are hosting it. My sister that we have bundle bundle is a personalized game company that I started with my sister. We make really custom games uh, for any occasion, but then we also made a Hallmark Channel game or a Calls Heart game, our 90s edition, and we're doing a special game for Christmas Con, and we're not we're not playing with them. We're just hosting, mm -hmm. and that way the people in the audience get paired up to oh. actually play with the celebrity, so they will come on stage. And if you don't get picked to come on stage, it's still it's still a game where audience participation is really heavy. So we will okay. have like the audience to say Tyler was with Julie and Ashley was with Sarah and Aaron was with me and we're all on stage six of us together. We'll divide the audience into three little areas and 
everyone will be like yelling things out and having fun and feeling like, I mean, we'll be a part of it. So it's going to be a really, really fun night. And then the tree lighting that night, I'm definitely going to as well, because that's going to get really fun with Jonathan Benefit. Jo Jonathan Benefit. I'm not even drinking, you guys. <laughs> Jonathan Bennett. Um, it was so great. And I think Jen Lilly and Joel Wagner are doing that. I forget yeah. who did that too. So this game, it's a new version that you're you made just for Christmas Con. So we'll be selling the holiday edition there, and this is a riff off of the holiday okay. edition. But okay. Because we do have our three celebrities, there will be a few questions that are special for Christmas Con that are particular to things that they have done. Okay, perfect. Super fun. That's super fun. People are going to love that. And then if people want to buy uh, a bundle game, how can they find that? Oh, thank you for asking. And my sister will thank you too, because my yeah. sister is always the person. She is like the big man. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, They can go to www.thebundlegame.com or they can go, our Instagram is at the bundle game. And then um, also on my bio on Instagram at Jacqueline Collier. I have a link to thebundlegame.com. Yeah. Oh, Sheila wants to know, Tyler and his toothpick, can you provide toothpicks for yourself, Ashley and Aaron, so you all match in the pictures? That needs to happen. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, I will do that. That's a really, really good idea. I feel like you need like custom do they make custom toothpicks? Like, well, now they put can, like bundle game I, on it or something. I think actually now you telling me that I feel like I want to get one. Like I, I feel, feel like, like I could craft you one on it. Yeah, he's gonna craft. He's gonna whittle it. <laughs> no, I just would put a little like tag on it for my cricket. I can bust out my cricket and make you. Well, you should make them for. Uh, a Rama drama and bring it to it. Um, yeah, but you could get like the plastic ones that all match. That'd be cute. Oh, like yeah. the oh, that's like the really reusable toothpicks. Yeah. Yes, I feel that's like my dad like had one. It's kind of gross. I no, know it's in the pocket knife. Have you ever seen yes. like the little one in like the uh, Swiss Army knife? Yeah. In the Swiss Army knife. Uh, my husband maybe doesn't have. A, oh, he does have one of those in his pocket right now. I'm just gonna tell you that. I have it on my keychain. My dad gives me one every year for Christmas. <laughs> I don't really think Tyler Hines also probably has if, one if of those. Don't you? Should yeah, yeah it's yeah. very fits yeah. his for, for sure persona. Yeah, yes, it's very his persona. It's very, I like. from what he shows us on Instagram to me that. Should belong in his pocket. <laughs> I agree, and I feel like what he shares seems very authentic. I mean, I guess there's no. I think that's what's interesting too. By authentic, I mean like this is what's cool about social media, and I don't think it's always even like authentic versus inauthentic. Like I think some people carry things in a way that maybe isn't them at all, but I actually think that's rare. I think some people just choose like choose certain parts yeah, of their life of I think that's right. a way to like choose and then keep other parts but what I think is great about the community that we're all in is I think that all these people are very authentic and that it's not this curation that right. yeah. you know what I right. mean 
We in in our very small limited mm -hmm. encounters that we've had so far, I feel like you're spot on. Like right. Yeah. Like what you see is what you like when we talked to Paul and Andrew, it's like I kind of right. knew their personalities already just from following them and right. it matched. It felt mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't feel like you were talking to somebody you didn't know, you know? And, and, yeah, and I think yeah. what's interesting about that is when that happens in real life, and not even like on a celebrity level, but just like if you perceive someone to be a certain way based on what they show on social media and then you meet them, or even when I was like online dating and that would happen, I remember how jarring it was. And I know some of that was just me. Being like, oh, you're my perfect person. And I'm projecting all this onto you. So it wasn't that they were misrepresenting. I probably just, you know, was like their Jack Wagner in my head. And then, you know, I <laughs> right. not. It's like, they're not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but I think it's interesting that I do feel like in this community, there's so much authenticity, you know? You know, we, okay. we've only been around a very short period of time and we only jumped in with Instagram first because Sarah decided to one day and she's like, we have an Instagram now. We were at password login. We were that's at the exact way to do it though. Like that's awesome. Like that you just were like, we're doing it. Like that yeah. is she weird. literally is like Julie, start posting. Collage. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That is exactly what she's like. Most like her collages in our overanalyzing, you know, season eight of When Calls the Heart. So that started. It was an accident. It was a fun thing. Like no. we would be in a group chat that with me and Julie, and then Gabby, um, Salima, and Cinda. And I'm home all day because I am a mom, and I'm home with my kids. I homeschool one, you know, one of my kids, and so I have like. They're outside playing, and that's when I'm on Instagram. You know, right. like I don't need to play with them anymore unless they want me to, but they usually yeah. don't. Um, so anyway, I was just like, let's start an Instagram account. Here's just like doing posting, like yeah. literally, and that's that's how we started. And our original name was One Way, and we had we made a change to broaden it out a little bit. We were HV suspenders at first, and then we wanted to broaden out, um, let ourselves be unbuttoned a little bit um right and so uh yeah. yeah but literally we've only been what did you make that in april i don't even yeah i think it was april i think what's so great about that is i like when you're talking about drama drama and like it's the same with christmas con how they were these are these women who just decided to do a thing it's like instead of overthinking like oh do I do the Instagram? What mm -hmm. do I do? And look, what do we post? And obviously it's curated. Like you said, there's analyzing and overanalyzing right. and all these things. But it wasn't that it took you half a year to be like, should we do this? Oh, we no. have to do this the right way. It's like, there's no right way to do anything. Yeah. It's the start is right. the right way. And where we started isn't even close to where we are now right. so it was just like let's do it let's start it and never thought I was gonna have a podcast I never thought I'd be talking to you on a podcast right. I was listening to the bubbly sash like as right. I was doing this probably had my airpods in listening to you and shawl so yeah. like I listen on my way to and from work because I have a long drive I drive 30 miles yeah. so um uh, yeah 
Uh, so, you know, the Twin Cities are big. I work downtown, so the hospitals are downtown St. Paul, Minneapolis. But I live in a northern suburb, so. Um, that is long, though, and cold. Not always. Sometimes really hot. Welcome to Minnesota. It's, you know, it's legitimate to turn your air to heat to air to heat. That is same here so in Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So yeah, like, windows open and then the next day a fire. So yeah. <laughs> we're like, we don't know what's happening with the planet. So we just got to like go to as many conventions and shows while we have <laughs> yeah. January. It will for sure be cold. So I will for sure be going to be down in Florida. I'm 100%. happy to leave New England in January. Yeah. I think that is what's awesome about the timing of that and the location of that, that I think everyone was like, Florida in yeah. January. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. You know, um, uh, when we talked to Gabrielle, uh, and had her on the podcast, we both laughed because we felt like she had a better handle of our social media presence than we did. <laughs> we get off and it's like, I feel like she knows more than we do. <laughs> Gabriel is so great about being able to like see stuff and yeah. then see yes. it for you yeah. and then make you feel like it was your idea. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, <laughs> She, and then she's like, oh, yeah, like you were saying. I'm like, I, I wasn't. I'm <laughs> like, oh, sure, that can be my idea now. That sounds great. Right. But, I, I, you know, I love talking with her. And it was just, like, fun to, like, hear her little bits and pieces of it. As somebody who overanalyzes bits and pieces for a job, I drawing in pediatric information and critical care is there's not a lot out there. And so my job literally is to pull in bits and pieces. Um, and so it was interesting to listen to her and I would like to talk to her again about some of that stuff. <laughs> You're like taking notes. I think what's great about a creative endeavor like this is, as you guys know, from raising children or from being a teacher or working in a pediatric care unit, like the stakes of what you guys do daily is a lot higher than like, if something goes wrong on a podcast or online, right. it's actually nice that like, sure, we always want to be creatively at our best and like providing the best content and engaging with people. But at the end of the day, like we know that it, it's not a life or death situation. A and B, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're good. You got C and B, you're good. Cardiac, airway, breathing. Everything's bonus after that. <laughs> Jax, are you um, bringing the bundle game to Florida? Yes. yes. So we will be bringing the game to Florida, and um, hopefully we will have a special romance edition. Ooh. Fun, fun. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm going to bring my game in case we oh, have time to like play. also get pictures of us in like side ponytails? Sure. It's funny <laughs> because I think I texted um, my friends that and they were like, uh, yeah, no, that's exactly what you looked like in high school. <laughs> I have to say the same thing. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I feel like you're, you know, you're 16 again. Like, this is weird. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad. Okay, good. We're glad he feels that way. Good. He's got. Right. <laughs> like he's owned me all, you know, all those years. So, like, 
It was it's crazy. funny when you think about that too. Right now, I'm feeling oddly emotional because I was watching Dash and Lily. Have you guys ever seen it? Yeah. This is my first time. Sheila, by the way, if you're still here, I'm, I'm through. And I was like, oh my gosh, this kid is so cute. I hope the actor's not 17, actually. And then I Googled him, he's 25, and I feel fine. Fine. There you <laughs> go. There you go, right? Yeah. Whew. I know. It is kind of weird now watching these movies, and I'm like, I could be their mom. <laughs> like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet? What? But then you're like, he's 28. Like, we're, we're okay. Like, it's not... You know, I, I just feel better when they're playing teens and then you're like, please, please, please don't let them actually be a teen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I think that's why I like, um, I always have loved Hallmark because the actors are more my age and I yeah. feel like I'm even, I'm older than a bunch of them, but, um, but, but it's you're not than a, bunch too. a weird thing. Like I'm not like crushing a 19 year old or something you know like yeah that's what's that's what's interesting <laughs> because like it was funny like it is funny with that because um you realize that i think because a lot of hallmark and lifetime and different spaces like that pull from like nostalgic from like yeah. childhoods mm -hmm. So it is nice that it feels, although what I think is funny is like when we did the engagement plot, Trevor's mom, the woman who's playing Trevor's mom looked, I mean, so young that I was like, oh, and also in person, she was like, just, I mean, like completely like, like flawless. I, I don't want to say flawless. I don't think wrinkles are flaws, but like- right. She looks so young in person that I think on set, someone someone on the crew said something like, oh, wait, who's playing you? And I'm like, oh, she's playing Trevor's mom. And they were like, she's playing his mom? <laughs> totally works in the movie, but she's just like a very young, vibrant woman. Right. You're like, oh, but it's nice that it's not like you said, someone who's 21 that you're crushing on. It's someone that is more of a, a contemporary age that we can right. feel okay about it. Exactly. A hundred percent. Because I always have to look it up. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm only three years older than them or I'm only like, <laughs> if it's right, if the if Google's right. Sometimes I'm old enough to be their mom though. <laughs> when Kayla Wallace's birthday was up the uh, on Halloween. Oh yeah. When she was 28, I'm like, she's 28. You're like, let me do the, the math. Let me do. No, I don't even have to do the math because <laughs> she's exactly five months younger than my oldest. <laughs> okay, so for you, you're like, I, you know, because you were kids. That was easy. Three kids in three and a half years, and she would fall between the first and the second. <laughs> Which is three and three and a half years? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was working at the hospital. She's so like, like super superwoman they're yeah. super close together and i wouldn't change a thing other than college was a little rough um that was right um yeah but no they're still super close um uh, and um it, it's it's kind of fun they're literally three and a half years from top to bottom i had two planned ones had them in may had the summers off that you was like a teacher would do yeah, yeah that. right exactly it's that bonus child that was due on christmas <laughs> the bonus child. I love that you said bonus child. Oh, That's no, for sure. That would be our song and dance man too, for sure. 
the bonus <laughs> child. Um, right. Uh, you so know, I got to, plays, got to go to plays this weekend. He's got this successful TikTok. <laughs> like, you know what? He's like, I'm bonus in a big way. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. He never he's never apologetic. Never apologetic. And he <laughs> so, shouldn't be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, that's good too. That's even how you framed it too, though, because instead of framing it in a way it's like no you were our excitement like that's right. exciting you're a bonus baby not like we didn't want you my daughter always points out that she's stuck in the middle of the two boys and um that they're opposite and the same and it really is because the oldest one's an engineer right the other one's a theater singing guy right but they are the same and they regularly our oldest lives in Iowa, where he's an engineer and a farmer. <laughs> and, uh, right? That's cool. Yeah, his he has uh, you know his wife's family has a large classic Iowa farm that is beautiful and super cool, and so he's he's there. Plus, he's an engineer down there. But the two boys, and and then we have song and dance man, who is a choir teacher and doing all the theater stuff, right? And they'll walk in the door and kick off their shoes, and they have the same shoes. <laughs> it's like, like nature, nurture, both. You're like, I guess, even though you like turn out somewhat differently, uh, you're actually at your core. There's so much that is the same. No, I right, love yeah. it. Yeah, no, I and I love, I love that that they they love that. Um, so I feel like you're like our third child, but then you're kind of like your siblings too. Like when you were explaining yourself, I was like, <laughs> totally get that. It's funny that you say that because we're, we're also like in a very, like we're all 16 months apart. Yeah. So we're okay, all like squished wow. Yep. I mean, yeah. gosh. Well, my oldest is 11 and then she was two and a half when my middle guy was born. He's going to be nine at the end of January. That, fe that feels weird. Um, and then my baby's four. He just turned four September 11th. Oh, that's that's a nice – I feel like that what's cool about that, too, is that you maybe got that baby fever that you could then be like, oh, it's nice and different to have a newborn again when you actually have the newborn. You know? Oh, she has baby fever again. I do, but I do not want another baby. <laughs> Gabby, our, Gabby's not here because she's on maternity leave, really. She had a baby. Um, like about a month ago. So I get lots of newborn pictures DM'd. Yes. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, no. She drops those little baby pics into our little chat and you're just like, oh. I get to see the new, I get to see the babies at the hospital like literally every day. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh my goodness. I love babies, but I get nervous until they're six months old. And that's, <laughs> I'm like, I, I give them to me when they're six months. No, that beginning stage, well, it's hard oh. as mom, but as a baby, like, that's when you go out, like, go to, yeah. well, the world is a little different right now, but, like, I would, we'd take the little yeah. seat, put or put them in my wrap, and we would go yeah. do things, because they sleep. They can't run away. They, they can't sleep. run away. And they eat. So <laughs> when I had my third one, and I'm at the hospital where I work, and was covering those postpartum floors at that time, I the our, the children's hospital, adult hospital, had one pharmacy at the time, so I actually covered there all the time, which was great. But I had my third one. It's thirty below zero. My there's no husband staying over because I got a, a three year old and a one and a half year old at home, so he's he's going home. So it's just me and the baby, and he's laying in the isolate. 
I, I, I'm like, I'm like, this is like, uh, I'm like, up. Oh, I've got things picked up in my room. I've got my order there. Then one of my best friends on the postpartum floor, she comes in and she looks at me and she's just like, you're bored. <laughs> we went home. I went yeah. home like seven hours after I had my oh, third. No. I was like, I got things to Let me home. And they're like, as long as you come back in the morning and do like the screenings, newborn screenings, you uh-huh. can go home. I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, we were checked out. We were healthy. That's why we were able to go. But yeah. But you didn't even, you were just like, I got to get moving. Yeah, I got two kids at home. One has special needs. Like, I don't need to be out of the house unless I have. Yeah, I stayed there for two days on purpose just so that they could look at him. He was a little junky when he was born. My other two, we had to stay for a reason. But this one, he checked out. But he was fine. And he was just like hanging out there. She was just laughing. She goes, dude, I, I like literally needed some video. I needed a smartphone. There was no smartphone at the time. I needed something. Man. You had no Netflix. That's what now you're just like, I think about it too, how like superhuman women are that it's like you, you have a life, you create a life. And then instead of like, you know, even taking time to rest right after it's like, all right, I'm back in it. Let's go. <laughs> It's a little bit my personality too. I Sarah, Sarah and I both are on too too late and too early on the chat. So yeah. <laughs> that actually could be the title of another podcast you would do. Too late, too early. Too late, too early. So if we need another name change. We know what to do. <laughs> we change our chat head. A whole network. A whole network of podcasts. Right? I love it. <laughs> Oh, Jax, I know you have to go. Right. Um, do you have time for a quick this or that game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. Well, we call it suspenders or buttons because we have to. Right. Um. So yeah, let's start yeah. with this one. Wedding planning or honeymoon planning? <laughs> um, so, so it's okay. So I pick, okay, so what I think is more fun to plan or what I have planned. Oh no! It can be like whatever you prefer. That's fine. Uh, What's honey, your honeymoon? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> agree. Are you not into the wedding planning? We haven't done anything. <laughs> okay. um, so uh, my mom is a girly girl. My daughter is a girly girl. I am not a girly girl, and um, I couldn't run away from wedding planning fast enough. But oh, I loved my wedding. I loved planning. Okay, my so, mom yeah. well, not com had just kind of come out because I've been married oh. 15 years now. So that was like this new thing. And we Pinterest wasn't a thing. So like you had to search the forums for people. Really like, do it. Yeah. yeah. It was not easy. And I did think about being a wedding planner, but now no. Yeah, my mom was the wedding coordinator at our church. She literally oh, we came home and said we were engaged. She opened the book and we were in the book. <laughs> I like the way you're like, all I had to do is speak it. And it was like, it was good. I walked away and her and her friend, they would be giving me all these options. And I was like, yeah, no, I just like walked away. Whatever you want, mom. I have a beautiful wedding dress in the closet, right? Kitty corner over here though. Cause my daughter's wedding dress is hanging there. So oh, really? yeah, it's stunning. I almost asked you to show us, and I was like, no, that would be horrific because no. if someone saw it. Right. Yeah. Right. No. But maybe when we go off, if you hang on for a second, I can grab it. Yes, because I've never seen it yet. Yeah, I want to see it. Okay. Okay. That, that was our first question. <laughs> Move on to the, to the next one. Um, let's see. 
dress up or dress down? Oh, that's really, um, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say dress down, but in really bright colors. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like like, that. I'm dressed down right now, but like, it's, right. it's like a bright color. You're still pretty noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that why Joshua likes orange and bright blue? Exactly. That's what it is. It's like he can still be dressed down, but he's dressed up. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, this one I probably know live theater or movie theater. Live theater. Yeah. For oh. sure. Wait, I feel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you lose him? No, no, I got him. Life Just make him up. Or Netflix movies, Christmas movies. Okay, Netflix, <laughs> Netflix only because I'm um, really behind this year in all the movies, and Thanks. I'm like, guys, there's so Thanks. much, and there's we're so many. lucky, but there's so many, there's so many networks, and I've been. I've had to watch certain ones for podcasts I've guested on, and I've not seen enough of the Lifetime, although I'm super excited about Reba, all these things. Mm -hmm. But I, but I'm gonna say Netflix just because I'm familiar with it. Not, but Lifetime, I, I love what they do. I just right. want to say that. But right now, you're just into Netflix, right? Yeah. Um, Sheila wants to remind you that you just planned a joint bridal shower with, um, with Brittany, so. and I did hear it. So we were on. I yeah. was on from vacation. Uh, <laughs> will you come to the bridal shower? Oh, I, I'm coming. Coming. Well, I think that what was funny too was that we planned that because Britt and I are like so bad at planning everything <laughs> else. We're like, well, we've not like done another, we've not like no bachelorette, no other bridal shower. So it was like, okay, I guess that we'll wanted to just do it together so yeah that is happening Although, I can make like, a list. i'm kind of thinking like bachelorette night might be even more fun oh yeah like couldn't we just turn the karaoke night into like your bachelorette night yeah oh so what are you guys doing for your karaoke songs i don't not me no Did, well, are you a singer as a theater person i feel like the answer is yes so I got, when I was doing, I was doing Rocky Horror Picture Show in grad school and I got nodes. So when I got nodes, like my singing changed. Yeah. In fact, yeah. it, was, it went from being thought, like decent that I could like do the, the belty like mezzo stuff to being like, we cannot rely on her because she has nodes <laughs> and that will never change. But for, um, even though they've healed out, like it does not sound, I cannot rely on myself to like properly perform, but I will always be down to clown and get up with people for karaoke. Right. I don't know. Right. You're going to have to have me drink like two glasses of wine. Um, <laughs> Mary is really reminding us that we already have a song. <laughs> The buttons, <laughs> buttons by the Pussycat Dolls. I don't know if that can really. It's happen. our theme song. It's our theme song. Yeah, we what can't our theme song. You can't sing buttons. You cannot <laughs> sing buttons. No, you have to be like chair dancing. <laughs> well, you can embody. Like Sarah is responsible for the theme song on our uh, Instagram buttons. 
I think that you can embody it. I think that that'll work. I don't know if I'm quite that comfortable with all the Hallmark people yet. I think two glasses of wine in, you will be. So. Yeah, you don't button more. <laughs> I can see like you know, depressing songs like Landside and yes. I could sing uh, I could sing Mika. I, don't know. Uh, I, I would, I would do a song, but I will not get up there by myself. Um, well, no. if we do a group song, would you guys do it? Yeah. Like a big group. I'll, yeah. I'll drag her up. Like we We're should going. get all the podcasters because everybody. That would be fun. And no. we should do a big one group thing because then we know Cammy can sing. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Let's go. What would we do as a group song? Would someone organize that? That sounds fun. Should we get that organized? I feel like Sheila, Sheila, can you take that on? <laughs> you, do an, you do a lot, but want to plan it? Let me just do one more thing. Is Sheila going to round and round? No. Is no, she I will. You know what? I'll yeah, put we'll a story and I'll tag everybody. Yeah, yeah we'll organize and it. And let's see. I'll put like a little box in and see who. Do, do we have a song choice? What's our song choice? It can't be buttons. <laughs> it, can't be. it is our theme song, but it cannot it's be not that. quite that appropriate. Um, <laughs> which a makes lot of chipmunks don't wear buttons in their Instagram posts. That is well, true. No, that's Wait, true. We, you know, we didn't belong yeah, that's to true. we didn't belong to anybody. We are we've always been a little unbuttoned. Catherine's um, got it. <laughs> Catherine's got it. Um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. We'll, we'll figure oh, it out. We'll get something. College, it would have been Britney Spears. That, that's what I would sing. I would sing something Britney. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Now she's now she's free. So there's she's no free. Time. Britney's free. Free, free Britney. Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> she's free. Okay. All right. Next one, because we keep. I know you need. You're we? supposed to go 15 minutes ago. I feel bad. Um. How about wine or champagne? Champagne. I like the bubbles. Yeah. And I like. I like. Um, Wine, I don't drink a lot, but like wine makes me sleepy. But I like it if I like a nice wine with it. Or something. Yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. I like the champagne. It just makes me feel a little perky. Yeah. yeah. There you go. How about um, live theater or movie theater? Oh wait, I already asked that one. Don't oh, forget it. Back up. No, but I do, I do like both. Be a live theater. Okay. All right. I'll ask a different one. Beach or mountain? Ooh, that's really good. Um, I'm actually going to say beach, but it's close. Mm -hmm. I get burnt really easily, but as long as I have an umbrella and sunscreen. You're golden. <laughs> well, Jack, thank you. Thank you for coming. It's We're excited um, to have you. And I think we could talk forever and ever, but I know you needed to sign off. So I don't want to keep you any longer, but let's do it again. Yeah. The only reason I need to sign off is because I, I try and get, I was telling you guys earlier, I mean, he doesn't actually care, but um, Alex, I'm always like, okay, on Sunday night and be super low key. Like I won't be loud. Like, cause, and then I'm, just, I'm like, I knew if I was talking to you guys, I'm like, I will be screaming and laughing for an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh no, like goes, it's totally fine. But I was like, I know I'll be, I know I'll be really loud because this was this scalpel sesh was a long time coming. Yes. Yes. 
so we can't wait to see you in person down in Florida. Yeah. That's going to be the best. I was really happy to see that you were coming. Yeah. I thought, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to see you that Sunday at Christmas Con. I'm like, what is it called? Um, <laughs> but I don't know if I'll get a chance to run into you. So now I know that even if I only get to say hi in December, I will see you in January. Yeah. So, well, hopefully we'll, we'll get to really hang out though Christmas Con, but definitely at both. Yeah. But definitely at Rama Drama. I mean, Right. I'm around both events the entire time. I'm not going to have any FOMO that weekend because I will be at every minute of these, of the convention and the show. So perfect. Yeah. We totally have to hang. Okay. Well, don't, don't hang up yet. We'll say, we'll sign out and then um, say goodbye. So uh, I'm going to try it, Julie. Let's see if I can keep your hearts open and your suspenders unbuttoned. We'll see you next time.